0: Good morning. Today is day 75 of Moving Mountains Beneath My Feet. And we are 97 days on our journey around the sun. There's 268 days left in the year. And this is episode 51. And uh, I waited to the hard part of the hike <laughs> to start my talk. It's just listening again. Sometimes I feel like I need time to to get in the in the groove, and just listen to what I want to speak about. And uh, what I want to talk about today is basically owning the difficult parts of you. You know, in my quest for, you know, I've been looking into these attachment styles and learning about my, that I have an anxious heart, anxious attachment, and how to heal that. listening to this book uh, called The Anxious Heart and it's really uh, really been a mirror for me like showing the difficult parts of me um, and how I show up in relationships and um, it's really enlightening and freeing to be able to own these darker or less than ideal parts of you, right, saying, hey, this is, this is how I am, this is how I got to be this way, and this is what I can do about it, and I think a lot of people spend a lot of energy avoiding um, who they really are, why they are a certain way. They avoid feeling um, called out or, you know, examining themselves in a deep way. And while some of these realizations can be painful, um, they're also freeing because now that I know that these things are not just like figments of my imagination or something wrong with me, it's an actual (laughs) style of mode of being that millions of other people deal with, um, I can actually do something about it. right? I can actually heal more so. I've done a lot of healing. In this aspect, because I've done courses on this already, um, and so it's just interesting when you're willing and open to look at the shadow parts of you, I guess you could call them, and make peace with them. What happens? How much more free you can feel inside? How much more you can accept yourself? And I think so many people really struggle with that really struggling with perfectionism. I also have still some tendencies for perfectionism. I didn't realize that I had, but I do. Um, But the unrealistic expectations, right, that I've had for others in relationships that have come from trauma and also just conditioning, you know. Your attachment style is formed when you're a baby, right? It's like, it's nothing, it's not really a fault of your own. You're not defective because of something you did. And I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the other, in another talk, but around 50% of the population is what they call securely attached. And then 50% is insecurely attached. And out of that 50%, there's different styles. There's the anxious, preoccupied. There is the a dismissive avoidant. And then there's the fearful avoidant. And then obviously secure and it really comes down to how your caretaker cared for you when you were a baby and how you learned to trust or not trust other people right that other people would either help you to meet your needs or they couldn't be trusted to meet your needs and so those different attachments form there's an experiment called i think it was a strange Damn, I forget the name of it. Strange something. Damn it. I want to know what it is, but it's it's called the Strange Circumstance or Strange Situation Experiment, something like that, where they took babies, ages one to two, and they, you know, had a mom or caretaker put them in a room with a stranger, and there's toys in the in the in the room, and they would leave the baby, come back, and they basically observed the child to see how they would interact with the world, with a stranger, and their reactions are the basis of what came to be known as attachment theory. And I'm gonna probably keep talking about this, because it is so freaking powerful in understanding yourself, how you relate to yourself, how you relate to others, and how you interact within relationships you know i talk a lot about the romantic side of relationships because it's a big part of my my life but this also shows up in friendships and platonic relationships and work relationships and family and all these things it's really really something that until you experience i'm just speaking words so again i'm going to nudge you if you haven't done it yet I've talked about this like five or six times in the 51 episodes, Um, to go do a quiz on your attachment style and start to study your style. You will be amazed at what comes up for you if you really just give it a little bit of attention and a lot of things will make sense. And if you're interested in healing your style because you are an insecure the attached person then there's uh there's ways to do that it's really really powerful so essentially my message today is just about owning the hard parts of you being okay with them being willing to be truthful and to be honest with yourself and to look inside of yourself and to still accept who you are don't condemn those bad parts of you See them, see them for what they are, see them for why they are, ask questions. And if it's something that you need to work on to improve and change, then do so from a place of compassion, from a place of not saying that you need to be better because you're not good enough, but you want to be better because you want to feel happier or more complete, or more full. We're more able to accept more love or be more loving really comes down to yourself mostly right if you feel like i was talking with my, my partner yesterday and she was like we're having a deep conversation very vulnerable for my on my end um and hers but you know it was like if you can't trust somebody you're like this person's never given me a reason not to trust them but i can't fully trust them what she found was oh it's because i can't fully trust myself (laughs) and it's like really a lot of things in life come down to that is the issues that we are having with others really is an issue that we have with ourselves you know and this hit me when i heard you know if you track people that are (sighs) this part of the hike is hard and it's hot if you attract people that are emotionally unavailable, if you keep doing that... Wow, there's these ospreys or something in the sky. Big ass birds. Um, sorry, <laughs> squirrel. If you keep uh, attracting people that are emotionally unavailable, it's because you are part of you that is emotionally unavailable. And for an anxious person, anxious heart, and myself, That idea was preposterous. It's like, no way, I'm so emotionally available. It's these other people, you know? And with sitting with that and thinking about it deeper, I realized there are places that I'm not as emotionally available as I'm asking others to be. And in certain topics or certain places within myself, right? So now that I have this awareness, I can actually do something about it. (laughs) I was totally blind and unaware, and I wonder if you can hear that on on this recording. Um, But I was totally unaware, and so, really I can't recommend doing this kind of work more. It helps you to get to know yourself and to love yourself better. But anyway, I'm at time. I hope you have a magical, beautiful day today. Blessings.